perspective. We are here with Dominic Medlick, a returning face on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Glad to be back. So we are trying out a new format for the show uh, with a little segment we call Quick Bits. So we're going to break down uh, this week's, this month's prep news into three little uh, chunks. And then we're just going to go down the rabbit hole on each of those and just sort of give you our, our thoughts on that. So we're going to see how this goes. Let's, let's uh, look at our first topic, prep expansion. Yes. Yeah. As I'm sure that half the school or, or more is already aware, um, there's you know super loud construction workers at our school every single day now <laughs> building the, uh, the landing commons, as they call it. Um, the game. learning commons, right? Yeah. Land well, and learning, land and learning yes, commons, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, as I understand it, like both mental health and counseling related. Is that how you, are you understand yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're going to have, well, I think they're going to have a new thing. They're going to centralize all of the school administrative stuff over there oh, as well. Oh, is that right? So I think they're going to move Dean's office and the high school office, if I'm not mistaken, are going to be located over there so, now. So are all the stuff that's, are all the offices and, and administrative rooms that are over in our current administration wing going to all shift over there, you think? And what I, are they going to do I, with that? that? That's my understanding. I honestly, I'm not 100% sure about that. Sure. But I know for sure the dean's office, because, you know, even, you know, Mr. Barth, I've heard about, talk about in some of my theology classes. It's like, it's such a huge hassle to walk all the way across the school to give somebody a paper in from the dean's office to the high school office or from the theology office or... Uh, from the uh, from campus ministry as well. I would I would kind of agree with that, but at the same time, if you know if you're a student going from class to the dean's office, it's kind of in like a centralized location right now. That is true. I, I now now you're calling into question my memory. I'm not 100 percent sure if dean's office is going to move because okay. I feel like dean's office is sort dean's of office is kind of just locked in there. Really. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's sort of a a power show on the part of the dean's office. They get to be you know high oh, above all the students. Being able to gaze over everyone in the comments is just yeah, it's, yeah. It's a Soft power projection, yes, as you yes. might say. <laughs> yeah, I, and of course, you know, the construction gave us uh, kind of a free break from class last week yes. or so with, yes. uh, with the freon gas leak that has caused uh, kind of a kerfuffle, <laughs> if, you, if you say. Um, that was kind of nice. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that was uh, that was very odd. For those of you who, who weren't there that day, or if you're listening here and you are not a student at Prev. Uh, basically, what happened is to our understanding, to our understanding, uh, the the uh, construction company hit a freon gas pipe that began leaking. Uh, and luckily, I think the, the construction crews did did the right thing. They quickly called the fire department. They evacuated the school, and uh, you know it was safe for us to return back in before the uh, before the end of the day. So that was that was fun. We got a nice little hour long recess on the on the. Freezing, freezing cold. Uh, it was, field, it was quite cold. It was quite cold. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, they handled it fine. It was pro- protocol was not yes, broken or yes. anything. It was. Uh, I don't think well anyone developed any lung disease as a result. So that was, yeah. that was not too bad. I think this this commons, however, this this topic kind of brings up a, a greater issue, which is you know where do you think prep's going after this? You know, after after we build these commas or whoever, you know, what's next for the, the prep expansion into the glorious continuation of our building an empire, yeah. you know, on 72nd and, uh, oh, whatever. Continuing the, the expansion. West. 72nd Western. Western, yeah. Uh, really, yeah, 72nd. All right. So uh, if I had to guess, okay. I think the next thing that comes in is the football field. But I don't think that happens for a 
five to ten years. So I think the next major expansion is going to be the football field because when when they're able to purchase that house over there uh, on Seward Street, yeah, they'll be able to rotate the football field. You know, add in a proper stadium, which I mean. Tear down student, the church. <laughs> as a student, I am. Uh, I would. I would love to have, be able to play home games. At oh, home. absolutely! Uh, I mean, having like, I guess yeah, our homecoming game was at Burke this this year, but I think the year before. Year that, before it was. Yeah, it was. It was at Prep. and that was that was just honestly. I'm just gonna say it was horrible. I mean, you didn't get to sit down. Yeah, you just sort of stand just outside stand the game. outside the stadium <laughs> and just watch. It was just didn't work out well. Yeah, so I, if I had to guess, that would be the next thing on the, on the list. Other potential things, uh, we were talking earlier, you mentioned a performing arts center. Oh, yeah, we were talking before the show about this. Yeah, I honestly think there's there's this whole long chain of events that would have to happen. Not, you know, Some of them are controversial or whatever, but, uh, you know... Our, our Jesuit order got chartered, you know, for another six years, and uh, mm-hmm. they're... Uh, but they've they've shrunk significantly at prep, and uh, just in in, in, in numbers, numbers over a year. I mean, the the fact that like three dozen and now sure when when, uh, when Mr. Groff was the second uh, ever faculty member to 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 be non clerical. I mean, yeah. we've come a long way from from when he started at prep to now, where like practically all of the faculty, except for you know um, Mr. Kennedy and a few others, are are all lay lay people. So. You know, there's there's been some speculation that maybe they'll merge with the Creighton University order, Ooh. which would be interesting. I I don't think I would support that. I don't I don't think I would either, honestly, because like they're so they're so integral to prep, really. Yeah, I mean, it would they, totally know, change the it's, dynamic. It's it's part of the it's part of the prep experience to be able to see the Jesuits, you know, walking down the hallways every day. Sure. And I suppose you could still sort of get that with them being at Creighton. But, they'd, they'd but they, they would, they'd have to drive here. You know, yeah. they wouldn't be here all the time. They wouldn't be leading retreats here as much. Yeah. So I think the Jesuit order remaining a prep, it, I would be, but yeah. Uh, but they different. have, they have talked about like shrinking the residence at the very least. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's reasonable. They've got about three stories of stuff that they, and they really don't need a lot of it. As I, I just remember father Carole, um, our Jesuit superior who, law, who left last year, um, to get transferred. He, he was talking to me about how they thought about shrinking it. Um, just because of the space is just too big for him right now. And so, you know, I think that potentially you might have some some space opening up in that direction, and with those you know classrooms nobody likes that are like super yeah. long. <laughs> I think anyone who's had a class in that part of the building kind of knows what I'm talking about. Yes, if you're in the back, you just really can't see anything, and the projectors are definitely broken. And it's really really cold, so you know I think you could potentially fit some sort of performing arts center or something in there. But you know, as a member of the chamber choir, there's there's also an issue near and dear to my heart which is somewhere in this building, okay? We need to find space for a choir room, okay? Okay, so what, what kind of space is required for a choir room? Would that be the kind of thing where it would be like, you know, about the same size as the, uh, the Chris Auditorium there, but with like special sound paneling? Or what, what kind of things well, would, would you want in your you choir know, room? Well, you know, Mr. Cheshire would be the man to ask in, in that regard. I'm sure he has dreamt up many different iterations of the <laughs> choir room over the years. Um, the general consensus among the chamber choir is that no matter what it looks like, it has to have big windows. Okay. Big windows? Big Why windows. big windows? Well, 
not to get too tangential, yes. but last year we were Googling ideas for choir rooms, <laughs> and we saw one with big windows, <laughs> so we've basically been wanting the big windows ever since. But, uh, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, the choir room. So it would probably have some kind of acoustic paneling, but um, a lot of chamber choir rooms, like the, the one at Scott, for example, is more circular and there's kind of layers to it for all the different parts, kind of like risers, but they're yeah. in the floor, essentially. And there, there would have to be some, like a couple smaller rooms, like you see if anyone has been into the no, highly guarded band room. Yeah, where the band access room is, is restricted. Like I've I've only been in the band room one time, mm. and it was the first day of freshman year when they gave us the tour of everything. Yeah, room. no, the band that was the only time I've ever been in there. The band room is a place of many secrets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and very little is revealed. So yeah. it's like Area Fifty One. <laughs> so, well, you know, now that you're talking about your choir room, well, well hold on, hold on one second. I want I want to finish this up real quick. Okay. So. It would likely have to have one big or, you know, it doesn't have to be big. Okay, this doesn't have to be huge. It could be the size of like a normal classroom, but as long as it sounds good. Yeah. And some offshoot rooms so that we can practice in our different singing sections. It's really all we ask for. Okay, we're not asking for a lot. We just don't that's need what the to band sing. has, we don't right? The band that's has like that's my main... point. The band has their room, okay? They, and you know that thing is soundproof. Yes. Really it's soundproof. Very, very soundproof. And they have like eight different practice rooms and, you know, Mr. Man gets his own office and... No, it, it's a pretty sweet deal. Okay. Yeah, so they've got a nice little rig set up there. They do, they do. So, you know, I, all I'm asking for, I think, is equal representation yeah. in the performing arts department. So, well, you know, as a as a as a fellow, uh, you know, non-focused, I don't know how to describe this. As a non-central activity, shall we say, as a swimmer. I am still waiting for my pool. This is just getting this, this entire episode is just getting more into complaining, isn't it? Like <laughs> it's I, okay, it's okay. You know what? School get good. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing about a pool. I I feel like now now here we go. I'm gonna get up on my high horse here. When was the last time that football was safe? Oh my lord, we're really digging into yes, people now. I am digging into football. <laughs> oh man, it's, I think it was like 2005. 2004. 2004. 2004, was it? You know when the last time swimming won't stay was? Oh, was that 12 years in a row for the past 12 years? Yes, and then before that, like seven, and then before that, like four. Yes, and. <sighs> I'm really digging in these poor football guys here. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, I am I am quite ready for a pool at Pratt because currently, so our current conditions are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, go ahead and explain that to to the listeners. Yeah, might not know how the swimming program works currently. So we we practice at uh, three different pools over the course of any given week, and uh, so. In, on Monday mornings, we have our before-school practice, which happens at Montclair Community Center, which is on, like, uh, 132nd Center. Yeah, 132nd Center. Mm, don't, so, even, don't even try Omaha Streets with me. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, like, um, I mean, that, that's pretty close to prep. It's about a 15-minute drive. Uh, mm-hmm. But we get out at 7.15, usually. So formal dress days are very fun because you get out of the pool at 7.15, Get on your formal yeah. dress. Yeah, I, I, have noticed, <laughs> I have noticed some of you guys come in with, with wet hair and some, I don't know how to describe it, 
flustered looks. <laughs> As we sprint from our cars into the snow. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then um, after school, we practice at Cindy Croc Center, which is on... Where is that? It's, it's in it's sort of south. It's about a 20-minute drive um, mm. from, from prep. It's, gotcha. Yeah, so it, I, all in all, it's sort of a hassle, especially for the guys who live in Elkhorn. Mm. Like, they drive an hour home from practice oh, every night. Yeah. And, and for those of you that, you know, might complain about a long drive to school, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to yeah. plug myself here. <laughs> I, live out, I live out way, way west, not even in Omaha, but in the, on the border of Douglas County, practically, so... Yeah, well, I mean, for, for those guys, it'd be like an hour and 20-minute drive. Oh, no. Practice. Oh, like my lord. If I did swimming, you you know, I, well, first off, <laughs> that would be a problem. <laughs> and then second of all, I would have absolutely no time. Yeah, yeah. So a pool, man, a pool would be pretty nice for our boys. So I, I have to ask, though, you know, it's clear that maybe there's a need for a pool, but where, where would you put the pool or – yeah, is there, are well, there most high you know do many high schools have a pool? Is that yes, actually, thing? I would say most. Like so, Westside has a pool. Millard West has a pool. Millard North, I don't think Millard North has a pool. But Plano Vista has a pool. Do any of the Elkhorn schools? Schools? Yeah. Well, Elkhorn they don't have a pool, but they have uh, Common Ground Community Center. Oh, that's right. Which has a pool. Yeah. And that's where they all that's practice. Right. So I would say most of the competitive. Schools have a pool, and, and being and, the most, and, and I might say, yeah, I would say, when you say competitive, you mean the teams that get absolutely doubled in points by Creighton Prep yes. State. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps less competitive than you're letting yes, go. Yes, <laughs> and and I think another interesting thing too is if you talk to uh, our coach, he would actually tell you that he would not want a pool. Oh, he would say that it builds that? character. Ah, driving all over the city, yeah. and, you know, having to budget your time better. Me being a utilitarian would rather just have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but where where would we put it? You know, where oh, we we, we demolish the football field and uh, put it there. <laughs> you would build a whole facility. No, 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 no. no. That, that would be you know that would be you know a little too much of a flex on the football guys. I feel like, but um, you, would, it, you, you know, that's interesting. Back on the old field. That's there. that's an interesting problem. I, I would probably put an expansion onto the Hyder Center. You know where the the track is. Yeah. I would I would move the track well, down to where the football field is. I was say like if we build a new football stadium, we could definitely because it's redundant to have that field up there. Yeah, and it's I, sort I know of they is. use it for some things, probably soccer or something. And I know cross country practices out there, but we could certainly find ways to incorporate it into a track. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, my thing here, I'm sure there's like a structural reason why this couldn't probably happen, but to me, the next direction for prep to move in is like underground in a way. Underground? Like we, we already have, have a basement. I understand I we already have a basement, but like, you know, we, it's, it's – so you might not know this, but they, they tore out the old performing arts center at prep is my understanding. There was, an old, there was a performing so, arts center? Previously? Or somewhat. This is what I've been told by my theology teacher last year, that they took it out and they built this theology wing that we're kind of near right now. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so to me, you'd kind of like, you know what they did with the Tomorrow Labs where they just yeah, took yeah. out a whole area and put it and put it in. To me, you'd do the same thing where you just kind of create a, a facility underground. Here's now with a pool, that'd be a little different. With a pool, you could not do you that. You could not do yeah. that. But like with a choir room, you could. With a choir, yeah. Yeah, I think there's... There's places in prep that could be renovated for that purpose. Yeah. 
All right, so let's move on to that. Was not a very quick bit right there. No, that was yeah, <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a very necessary bit because prep they could they could build some things for sure. And this is this is all of course bearing in mind that we have the funding procured. Yes, for, yes. This is all. This is <laughs> we we put together quite the laundry list. If you're out there and your name is Warren Buffett and you like <laughs> the Creighton Prep Chamber Choir, reach out, please. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so next, yeah, uh, next, next. Let's move on to the next quick bit. Yeah, Hopefully, this quick bit will be a little bit quicker of a bit. Perhaps. Uh, we're going to talk about winter activities that are coming up. Sure. For this, for this winter sports exactly. season. So we've already touched on swimming, you know, Indeed. but we've also got basketball. Who, uh, you know, respect to them, they won last year. They did, and they'll be putting together a pretty good team this year. Coach so. Lukey always always does his best for sure, and they've been quite successful. So. I'm looking forward to it. And you know it's winter sports season when they're like, you got to clean out the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. Yeah, and then we've got, what else? We have robotics coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. We've got the start it's, of It's my understanding robotics you're on robotics. I am a member of the robotics team. So so what does the, the season starting up of robotics kind of entail for, for you guys? Oh, boy. Well, okay, so my job on the team because I, I, I swim, most of my time during the swim season is taken up during that. So I don't have a lot of time to be in-house, work on the robot all the time. So yeah. how I contribute to the team in my house is uh, I, I direct all the PR work. Ah. So um, I, I help the guys with the financial side of everything, you know, getting uh, all the money worked about. Uh, we, we do, like I, I shoot the promotional photos for, for the team. And then we also work on sponsorship deals with other uh, companies around the around the city. Mm. So that, that's sort of what we're working on in the off season right now. But now that we're in the on season, which is going to be starting here in a month or so, uh, that's going to begin the build build guys job. Uh, so they they have two months to build and design a robot. Uh, to do a specific task, which we don't know yet because mm. they they tell us what the objective of the game is. Uh, at the first day of the season, and then we have about two months to just go. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and these robots are in. Yeah, it's. In, I think it's insane. Important context because we're they, not they talking about these much little like, aluminum robots. No. Like our robot last year weighed. So there's there's a weight limit depending upon the game. Got to we, make weight. Last year <laughs> we were so the weight limit last year was 250 pounds oh, we were wow. 249.8 ah <laughs> so <laughs> we, so you really push it but yes yes um, and if you're overweight if you're overweight you just, you just have to take metal disqual- off you just or you're disqualified just kind of take a file and yeah, shake out start filing off the metal bits there ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is there anything else we can eat? we have to talk about? Well, for um, actually, so since it's November, um, the speech and debate team's getting started again now. Oh, um, you guys are getting fired up? Yes, we are. I uh, I have a competition today. I mean, the competition's actually been happening for like two weeks now. I just haven't <laughs> gone out yet. Um, you know, we have. I'm surprised. It's like the biggest team we've had in a couple of years. We had a lot of guys interested this year, and um, we have a lot of. Across the spectrum, whether it's you know the different types of debate or or, it's, or speech, they're all really excited, and, and our coach and, and myself included are really looking forward to see how all the new freshmen are, are doing um, as we get into the season. So yeah, it's just getting started though, um, just people getting out for the first time, having write written speeches, and yeah, it's just kind of getting started. Huh. Uh, 
So I think that's all we have for winter activities. I mean, that's I mean there's definitely more, but that's all I can think that's, of. That's all the more <laughs> that I can think of. I mean, I think that they're probably starting to get lifting for some of the spring stuff already. I'm assuming. Yeah, none of the, uh, the big track guys. I haven't seen any of them. Non-stop the Thunder room, Dome. But yes. No, yeah. Well... Oh, I guess your, your coach, your still. coach also reserves the weight room on that Tuesdays and Fridays exclusively true. for this one. CB Swindon. We may not have a pool, but we do get the weight room for forty-five uh, minutes yes. on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. So mm, we are yeah. blessed. All right. So I think at this time we can we can move on to our final topic, yes, which I'm very I'm very excited about. Yeah, this is uh, this was this is one of my favorite things that I think we're going to talk about today. Uh, there's recently been a raging debate among the uh, on the administration about switching from, from iPads to MacBooks. And personally, I see a double-edged sword Ooh. because Indeed. I love I love the iPad. Um, I love using notability. Notability use, my life. Yeah, seriously. Uh, like, I, I never use paper anymore. I just do all my math homework on Notability and submit everything electronically. And it's nice and easy. And, you know, you just download an app where you need it. The problem is, the problem that I see, for like 95% of the time, I would say it works perfectly. Everything works well. You know, we have no internet connectivity issues. Canvas is always working. Power school uh, works power most school, of the time. Power school always working most okay, of the time. Power, power school has been a little fidgety the last few okay. weeks. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I, the power school app for me is still broken. Yeah, so. I, I, it, has, it is for me too. I've been using the website. Yeah. But uh, so that, that brings up the uh, – oh, oh, and the other thing I was going to say about the iPads that I hate. File movement is a okay, nightmare. That's true. But that's just it the problem is, with iOS in general. Okay? That's, that's fair. Like if I were to go through my file hierarchy, it is – very jumbled. <laughs> well, see, every, well, I have to store everything on Google Drive because it's a nightmare to email anything to anybody locally. So, like, anytime I, I shoot a video for robotics or sure. for media production class, I have to save it all to Google Drive sure. because there's no way to absolutely export mail drop. IPad. Oh, yeah, the yeah. mail drops are oh, terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. Um, and of course, you know, at home, you you I, you use a Windows computer. So yes, kind of, yes. If there's I another. There's another. You know, uh, kind of chasm to yeah, in that regard. Yeah. Um, so I think at the end of the day, the iPads work extraordinarily well. I think you should also. I mean, there's also some things to take into account with like cost. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. That was the next thing I was going to talk about on a cost for performance basis. I think the iPads are better. Because mm-hmm. here's when you think about the Mac, right? Like I paid about approximately $500 for my iPad. Yeah. But if I was going to go out and get a new MacBook Air, like a new MacBook Air. The newest those, ones. Which is which just refreshed. Yeah. yeah. They cost like $1,200 to $1,300 if you just want. for the cheapest version. Yeah. Yeah, um, roughly 11 or 12 And I mean, here's the thing though. Even the iPads, the new iPads prices have been getting jacked up just as bad to the point where to get – like the iPad Pro costs about as much as a Mac, uh, one of the MacBook Airs. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. So maybe, let me, maybe that let is Let me kind of take an angle on this. So I actually used a, a MacBook Air I purchased in sixth grade. I used it all through middle school, um, and I loved it. And I, like, I thought, oh, my God, iPads are going to suck. And then we get to high school, and we're using iPads you know, for you know, the last couple of years. So my, my take on this is – MacBooks definitely are, are easier to use for school-related things like browsing the web 
an editing video, although one could make the argument that editing on a MacBook is it's cancer. subpar. It is, yeah. iMovie, <laughs> iMovie's okay, but I mean, you, you, couldn't, you, cut, you couldn't use Final Cut or Premiere. On no, well, you, there. oh well, actually, you could actually use Final. Cut. You could, but it would but be interesting. it would be it would be interesting. And, and um, <laughs> but the new ones, I think, there's a compelling proposition there because Apple really supports MacBooks for a long time. My 2012. Is still getting updates six years in. Yeah, I mean, I have a MacBook Air as well, and I think it's it might be a 2012 or 2013, and I mean, it still works the same as it did. Now, I wish I it had it. more memory, but yeah, um, <laughs> upgradable memory to say the least. Yeah, I think that perhaps they're. I don't know how to how, exactly how to describe it. I think they're more productive than iPads by nature. I think iPads. Just with the mobile ecosystem, are automatically going to trend towards like being more distracting, perhaps. And you know, some of, some of that you can I have to be careful here plans. because some of this is you know not. It's not all bad to use it as a as an entertainment device, um, but in terms of actually, you know, getting some work done. Writing some papers, typing on a real keyboard—you oh, can never replace invaluable. a real keyboard. But then, you know, the iPad, the newest iPads that are cheaper—they're like you know four or five hundred dollars—and yeah, you yeah. still get Apple Pencil support. Here's the thing about the stupid Apple Pencil: they're one hundred and thirty dollars for that, Ooh. so you don't have to buy all these accessories for a Mac, though you may be paying I, a little more. I will more. contest the claim that the Apple Pencil is stupid as I wave the Apple Pencil around the room, okay? Okay, well... Because this, this little device here absolutely changed the way I, I, I do school because to me, I'm like, you know, writing is like, you know, you, 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 there's no doubt that, you know, however much your teacher will rag on you for writing things down helps you memorize, okay, it does. But with the Apple Pencil, you get both worlds. You get convenient access to your notes everywhere because of your iPad, but you get to actually handwrite all of them still. And so you you get both benefits and the response time on this thing is crazy. So I think... But the price, is it worth 130 Because here's the, I have not invested in the Apple Pencil. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it for the last year and a half now. Yeah. And uh, I've gotten used to just writing with my finger. Mm, is cringy. Is it worth Is it worth the investment? So if your iPad supports it, and I think this would be unfair. To, I think I it would think be unfair to expect all the students to have, you know, an Apple Pencil and a compatible iPad. I mean, yeah. at this point, we're getting into something a little bit more expensive <laughs> by the minute. But I mean, if, if it's a replacement for a MacBook, then you know, it's, it's actually you're saving money anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I would say yes. Honestly, if you, I was very hesitant to purchase it because I'm like, I don't know if I really want to spend. At the time, my the version I bought, which was the Apple Pencil One, you know, it's only a hundred dollars, so it was a little bit cheaper, but it was still pretty expensive. Yeah. Pencil, okay, for a stylus, which you can get five dollars on Amazon. They're terrible, though. But they're, they're absolutely horrible compared to this one. And I, so I tried them, and I just went back to my finger. Beforehand, if you asked me, I would have said maybe don't buy it. But now that I have it, I absolutely give it a hundred percent recommendation. It's it is honestly, and I have used many Apple products over the years. The the the, the best. One hundred dollars I have ever given that. Ooh, wow! All yes. right, that, that's, that's that's pretty bold. But I mean, again, at the end of the day, you have to weigh whether you know the expensiveness of a MacBook is worth its you know educational benefits and using desktop apps are by nature going to work better. I mean, I know some of the web quests that we have in say biology class oh, only yeah. work with Adobe 
Flash, and you just yeah. can't get that on iPad, and you know stuff like that. Whether it's just drag and drop being easier to use, yeah, I think email app, like the, the file transfer, I think would be better. Canvas even works better on desktop. It does. Like, I've, and you get I've that nice that. timeline of everything. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not so touchy. Personally, right? if cost was no issue, I would say hands down MacBooks. Absolutely. But because cost is an issue for everybody, because this is going to be something that everybody would have to, to purchase, mm-hmm. I think I would stay with the iPad. And, and then you, you know, there's kind of a disparity with, with MacBooks by nature because you know, you know some people already have like everywhere from the budget option iPad to like all the way up to the top tier. Yes, yes. You know, terabyte <laughs> iPad Pro or so. But um, the same thing would happen with MacBooks. You know, you'd have the MacBook Air, which is totally fine for yep, school. Yep. You don't need anything more than that. All the way up to like the four $5,000 MacBook Pro, okay? With like the 5K Retina display. Okay, and like, like though, though beautiful, <laughs> and though something I would very much like, it, you know, it's, it's, it's it not necessary. necessary at all. So here's here's an interesting. Wow, this this just came to me as you were talking. Sure. How would we power? Like, so imagine you know, charging an iPad. Yeah. The the battery life to, to usage ratio is arguably better so to the point where you could e- easily make it through your school day. I think battery technology is good, but like if you were constantly using that, imagine having trying to have like. 15 guys try to charge their laptops from across the that's, room. That's true. And, and I think there's this, this is an important distinction, okay? The people charging their iPads at school are not charging them because the iPad runs out of battery. Oh, okay. That's it's very much that you forgot to try <laughs> plug it in the, the night before. And, you know, as someone who has done this multiple times, you know, if you charge it to 100% in the morning, you're going to make it through the whole day with, like, literally no issues because the 10-hour battery life is great and, you know, half the teachers don't even implement iPads fully into the curriculum, So it's not, except for, like, in math. So you're yeah, not really yeah. going to use the thing the entire one hour and 30-minute period. So the battery life is definitely great. And with a MacBook, I agree with you. Uh, it's definitely worse, generally speaking, um, just maybe because there's more components to run with a with a computer of that size and uh, some more processes going on, you know, it's more powerful. But it would be interesting to have everyone lug around a MacBook charger to charge their MacBook. Would it it really be all that different though? Well, I feel like they would have to, at that point, allow us to carry backpacks around, right? Because this is a whole whole nother issue. (laughs) (laughs) Because I mean, if you're going to be carrying all of this extra stuff I, I, around. I guess what we're forgetting, though, is that the new MacBooks have USB-C. So it's actually about the same size jack as the iPad charger. And the cord itself is, you know, like a like a lightning cable, practically. That's, that's fair. I mean, both I'm, I'm talking more about, more about the actual size of, of the machine. Is, is just, it's physically bigger than an iPad. Oh, it's not sure. like It's like, like, like you would carry in your stack of books. Yeah, you know? no. It's like me. I always just carry my iPad on top of my stack I of books. I have some friends with MacBooks that do that, and I would be scared to death. Yeah. Of that thing slipping and breaking. Or and the repair costs. Oh, like, or we're getting scratched. Oh. Oh, there would be there would be, be many a case. Many a case. There would be many a case. I mean, I've witnessed multiple iPads just get shattered. To, on the on the ground of the school, I mean, a MacBook would be devastating. Yeah, that would be like, I mean, yeah, you're not going home after that. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> so I mean, we we kind of have a final verdict here. Like, I I think we cannot distinguish a, a final verdict without trying it. And I think my understanding is that next year they're going to try out like having a select like 
community period class actually start trying this? That was my understanding was that they're going to start demoing this based upon the interest uh, that was, that was shown sure. earlier. So that, that'd be sort of like they did with, you know, the, the, the new desks where they put them in like one classroom. Oh, you mean, the, you mean the absolutely dreadful, horrible desks that should be You hate there. those? Oh, no. Yeah. I, I, I prefer okay. them. I, think, I, we I need to think we need to throw in a quick second. All right. That's easier. Okay. <laughs> new with this, this needs to be spoken about on the show because – and I, I – you know, we – could throw out a poll somewhere. Please tell me you can, you know, have have the media team we can, send out we a can poll find that. because this infuriates me. Okay, so last year I had um, honors college algebra TZ. It wasn't actually TZ003, zero, zero, uh, zero, zero, which has the, the tilty chairs and the movable yes, desks. Nice yes. Spanish class in a room that has those. And okay, the desks are fine. I love. I actually like the desks because they're super big and you have a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. But and I like the high adjustment on the chairs, but the fact that they are constantly leaning forward <laughs> absolutely infuriates. I me. love that because I'm so like ADD about everything. Like I just sort of like I, I love being able to sort of like move around like this, you know. Or, or uh, have you seen the ones that are in some of the theology rooms? Like I, the teardrop I, ones. What do you think about those? They like sort of fit together based upon what you're doing. Okay. It's like two of them locked together, and then yeah. like you can do a circle, super easy. Those Personally, ones, I think ones they, I kind of like. A yeah, I, I love those. That's sort of what yeah. I'm talking about. Those like the big, fun. the big square ones. I think are a little wonky. And, but. and like, the, okay, I want to get back to these blue chairs though, because yes. I, I think I want to make the distinction that I don't care about swirling around and going up and down. That's <laughs> kind of fun. Okay? Yes, yes. But like. I naturally lean back in every single chair, and you just can't do it with those. Okay, and I'm not talking about like the dangerous leaning back that you know you're gonna get the marriage for, or you're gonna yell that for. Okay, I don't, I don't care about that. I just care about the capability to literally get any kind of recline at all, and not be forced to be like hunched over my desk yeah. learning. Okay, I, I, I see, I see. And, and I'm sure there's a bunch of science behind it, or I think I've spoken to a couple teachers now about how it sort of helps kids with. You know that naturally move around a lot, or that, or that are natural. Like for me, that's why. Like, oh, because in math last year, like my knees were right up on the desk every time. So being able to move the chair up and down well, is it's certainly better for like different sizes of of, of guys. Which we there's a pretty large spectrum of you know yeah different I mean, there's guys like that have the football guys, and then there's like the freshmen the. <laughs> I was going to say the wrestlers, oh, but no, that's I, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe, maybe you like that. I just think by, by far, I would prefer sitting in a desk any day over that blue chair. And I would, I would trade anything for it. I would, I would trade, okay. Like would you a, trade the choir room for him? Yes. <laughs> wow. Is that valuable? <laughs> okay. Don't. Don't punish me, people that support the choir room among you know myself among them. But these chairs, they're I just can't deal with them anymore. <laughs> and it's so petty, but I don't know. Desks, traditional desks, to me, they're just they're not, they're not broke. Don't fix them. My opinion. All right. Well, I think that is the end of all of our bits. I feel like that's a nice little stopping point. This is kind of a natural stopping point. You know, I appreciate it, Andrew, for having me back. Thank on you. The yeah. Th- thanks so much for coming back. Hopefully, we can make this sort of a. Uh, more regular segments. I, I sort of enjoyed uh, this style. So. I, you know, I enjoyed the format too, and you know, I'd totally be open to doing more of these. And hopefully, we can dive deeper into some of these key issues, like these desks. Yes, the key issues, basically. Uh, and <laughs> school, indeed. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here, Dominic. Absolutely. Bye.